What's up, friends? Welcome to Peloton. We always work this hard because we are Peloton, and together we go far. Remember, you are not alone. I'm right there with you. Progress, not perfection. You've done the hardest part. This is Peloton. Hey, everybody, what's up? I am Tunde Oyanane, and welcome to Fitness Flipped, a Peloton Studios original. This is a show all about flipping the script on the things that we think we know about fitness. Our theme this week is habits and how we build the best habits for our best lives. Earlier this week, we had the chance to speak with social psychologist Wendy Wood and Peloton instructor Mabu Cody Rigsby. We talked about ways to build new habits and we spoke about recognizing all the stuff that's already going great. The habits that we don't even notice we've built or for that matter, even give ourselves credit for. Did you know that almost half of your daily actions are out of pure habit? The things that you do that you don't know that you're doing, but you do it because you always do it. And thus it is a habit. So that being said, the things that we do consistently, let's make sure they're good. I think that we can all use some inspiration from people who have formed incredible health and fitness habits. So we're going to turn to a Peloton member, which I believe is the greatest way to start anything. His name is Michael Smith. You can find him on the leaderboard as Smitty the Great. It's kind of a cool name. He's a high school English teacher, a husband, a father, and a very dedicated runner and writer. Michael lives in San Jose, and he's going to remind us that good fitness habits feel great for the whole family and help to influence the next generation to have healthy habits, too. I have two sons, a five and three-year-old, Isaiah and Oliver. They are two years apart in age, but only two pounds apart and only three inches apart. Ollie's a very, very big little three-year-old. I mean, he almost looks like he has like deltoids and muscles already. And Isaiah's just built like a cheetah. They both like to jump, build, flip. And I remember looking at these beautiful little boys bathing them one time. I'm like, you guys look like little fit monsters. I got to get like you. I need to, I need to kind of mirror and look more like you guys. I will say that I found and made time when they were small for myself to ride when they were asleep. And that meant that I rode a lot late night. And you've already done the hardest part. You've already done the hardest part of the class. And that's showing up. That's the hardest part. So I rode with a London crew for a long, long time, which was really bizarre because they were like, who is this brother from California in here rocking with us and why? And it was like 11 o'clock, but I'm a night owl anyway. And so that was a good compromise to my wife, who's the early riser. She'll rock at 4 a.m. with the 7 a.m. New York crew. But I had a tendency when they were small, small to just not ride nearly as much. And then once... Oliver got to be one and COVID hit. For me, it meant that I got to not commute for an hour and a half. I took every minute of the road and put it into the bike. 
I was just a happier person redirecting that energy. And, you know, subsequently, when you do 90 minutes of pedaling a day or an hour, you give yourself this incredible amount of energy back in a positive way with someone encouraging you, someone high-fiving you, someone saying, you know, an affirmation or teaching you a new phrase and look at yourself differently. And we trained where we rode on this schedule every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday morning. It's time to make your way to the club. We, we knew that Saturday morning, 10.30, club bed. Is it okay with you? Hold it, we need the energy on that dance floor, right? Watch a video, that was snack time, that was mom and dad's ride time. So as we carved out that schedule, that's what really set the regimen of us riding a bike regularly and riding hard. I've seen my parents slowly over the course of their lives improve the standard of living of our own lives. And it has not been easy, but it slowly has been this progression upwards. I've always had an example in front of me of you don't need to finish everything today. You need to chip away at it, and over time, you will reach that goal if you stay disciplined and dedicated to it. That's the building of the habit. If you're on that bike and you're a Peloton teacher or you're a Peloton dad, you're any of these like hashtags, I follow, I will high five you wherever you're going because you're trying to do something to better yourself. And like, I just keep that in mind. Like I'm there to better myself. Other people are hopping on hopefully to do the same. And I want to live as long as I can to see these little boys, you know, go to school. My first one just started kindergarten, which is like mind blowing to me. But I want to be healthy enough to see him go on to middle school and hopefully high school, and maybe college, stay in shape long enough. Yeah. I am back in the classroom now and I have been back in the classroom since last April. It was so hard. To find time to ride regularly, what I did is I gave up eating with them. Kids are weird about eating. You know, they could take 20 minutes, 30 minutes, sometimes an hour, weirdos. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm going to pop into this 30-minute class. Again, the lady would balance that out because she got to ride in the morning early. So she's gotten that taken care of. She generally would take care of the food. I can get a 30-minute ride in or a 45-minute ride in. And so we both get our time to rock there. But that is, you have to give up something to get something. And I had to give up sitting down at the table with them at times in order to get that ride in. And that's not always, but when it has to happen, ah, it's not bad. It's just you always have to be able to kind of pivot and redirect that energy in a, in a way that suits you. So it's not giving up at all. And, and, and I just won't. The boys, I know that they are the fire. They are paying attention to everything. And I never, never want to lose sight of the fact that my kids look up to me and we are their, generally their first role models. So they see you taking care of yourself. They see you investing in yourself. And they're going to think that that's what they're supposed to do. I'm trying to be a positive role model for them all the time. And that's the hard part because I'm not always feeling like being a positive role model all the time. But it's in those moments I know that they are still watching me. And you know, when I feel myself getting tired on focus, the boys do bring me back. They, they always want to come and check after a ride. Papa, did you get a PR? And I'm like, no. But if I get one, they, they lose their mind. They jump and scream. I mean, they're the biggest cheerleaders. And if I don't get one, they always, 
it's okay, Papa. You can do maybe another ride, okay? And try again later. And it's the most encouraging things because they're learning if you do your best or you give your best, that's what matters. And it doesn't matter that you got this little gold star, although they are really cool again. They really are. But it doesn't matter. First of all, bring me those babies. I love those boys. It's a slow progression upwards that we chip away at over time. That is so good. It's so good. Rome was not built in a day, folks. And that's okay. You do your best and that's what matters. Doing our best today to be our best today. Letting go of what was yesterday. Letting go of where we hope to be tomorrow and just showing up today. But today's best. Michael Smith, I'm holding on to that one. So good. So I'm thinking about healthy habits and how we create healthy habits in our families, in our relationships, our friendships. I am huge on accountability partners. The days, baby, the days that I don't want to do it, the days I don't want to work out, an accountability partner is essential. I've coined it my Wednesday Wilpers. I work out with Matt Wilpers, my teammate on Wednesdays. And Emma and I hit it hard together on Mondays. And so those are two days where I know that I'm going to get a solid workout and it's going to be fun. The other four days a week, baby, I just got, I pull on myself. But but those two days, I, I know they're, they're going to push me. For those of you that don't have a Matt Wilpers or an Emma Lovewell in your texting address book. I don't think that you have to live in the same city or even state to find somebody online or somebody on the leaderboard and use them as your daily inspo. Now, I'm not a parent, but what I see from y'all's tags on Instagram, there is nobody that's going to hold you accountable like your babies. These babies pushing you saying, mommy, you can do one more. Daddy, get that PR. It's, it's so cool and it's so inspiring. So if you need an accountability partner, enlist your children. They'll hold you to it. So Michael's in California and he's writing it out with folks in London. My question to you, who are you writing with, walking with, running with, and dance cardioing it out with this week? Tell us about it because we want to know. Find us at at Tune to Tune Day and at One Peloton. Hashtag fitness lift. It's a great day, y'all. Go out and be great. Fitness Lift is a production of Peloton Studios. It is produced by Amy S. Choi and Rebecca Lehrer of the Mashup American. Our senior producer is Sarah Pellegrini. Our development producer is Alana Levinson. And our production manager is Shelby Sandlin. Fitness Flip is sound designed by Pedro Rafael Rosado. Original music composed by Jen Kwok and Jody Shelton. Special thanks to Jen Cotter, Janie Herbert, Laura Petro, Amanda Hill, Danielle Mills, Tony Calandra, DJ John Michael, and Alexis Duncan.